Hello there, everyone. This is the 10th episode of Auto Hit Confirm. Yes, ding, 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 ding. The 10th episode is here. We finally made it. Wow, jeez. If anyone had told me prior to this summer that I was going to be making a podcast um, about video games with Dom or anything like that, I wouldn't have believed you. I honestly wouldn't have. I, prior to this, you know, this whole podcast, I was kind of just playing around a lot of video games. Always wanted to do stuff like this. But now that we're finally here and like we're in our 10th episode, which in the long scheme of things isn't a lot, but I think it's perfect for me. I think it's awesome from someone who's just honestly been so like uh, always looked at video games so special and also just looking at the uh, whole idea of even podcasting you know crazy it's awesome I I don't even know like it's been a good amount of episodes where like I technically we are at in episode 11 because lab session but nah, this that is, doesn't count yeah that doesn't count this is te- you know this is the auto yeah. hit confirm episode this is the official one the official right, one right. and we appreciate everyone that joins us and listens to us every week and you don't understand like you guys when i when i go back and check to see um like the count and all that stuff and i just see the numbers rising on like how many views or how many listens we're getting it's just like dude thank you guys so much honestly every single episode has led up almost to this point where I'm just like now just thanking you guys that we've even gotten this far to the 10th episode. Um, like I told you, Dom, uh, remember there was like the statistic where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, three episodes in three episodes in and people just give up. But honestly, I, I you know, I I didn't have that feeling that I, that I wanted to give up. No, nah. no. And I don't think you have that feeling either, you know? Yeah. But remember what the reason for us. um the reason we said that people may do that is because they may be jumping into it for like financial reasons. Very true. And we didn't, we're not coming in from that. We actually like talking about video games. Yeah. And I think that's another like big thing that I, that I think that just drives us to do this because I, I mean, like, like I've said before, this is probably one of my like favorite things to do every week, you know, where I just get to sit Mm -hmm. down and just look over stuff, what's been going on with the week, just talk about what I've been playing. And then, you know, we, we kind of go over some things that we've been doing and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've gotten a decent amount of comments saying that we've kind of just been doing this for a little while now, kind of saying that, Oh, you know, some, some of the things in the sense of like, uh, how we're doing it is starting to sound very similar. And I'm like, well, I think we do have a decent amount of variety. I think sometimes we're just kind of busy with things, you know, so we can't fully like go too crazy but there are times where we do just um do very different things from our normal day-to-day schedules and all that you know yeah um but i think yeah like i was saying like this is the 10th episode again i I, it's it's crazy we're now in the double digit like after this like that's just insane i like it I, i like having that feeling but so what do we have planned for you guys today well today we are kind of gonna take a very relaxed route we're going to go kind of the same thing. We have some uh, questions from the listeners, and then we also have a couple of little details around the news. Um, and we're going to ask a couple of questions that we, well, I've been thinking about. You know, one for sure is definitely, I guess, do we have too many open world games? 
that's mm. something that I was thinking about. But also later on in the uh, episode, we're also going to talk about uh, just kind of bring up like, will owning physical video games ever truly run out? Like that that actual idea of just owning physical edition games. But yeah, that's later on. So we do have a a couple of things to go through. But yeah, I'm, like I'm saying, today is going to be a much more relaxed route. It's the tenth episode. You know, I just want to have fun. But yeah, celebratory so, episode. Exactly, celebratory episode. But Dom, you know, I feel like we talked. We talked earlier. We were going in on some type of discussion right now. We were literally talking about relationships, and I was like, "Oh snap, yeah. we gotta. We almost gotta back it up before we get into this. Uh, no, we, 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 before <laughs> yeah. we get into the video game topics and all that. We're we just definitely like, were talking about some deep stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I had asked you as well, but the listeners would definitely want to know what, what have you been up to this week? So, um, this weed has been lasting a lot longer than I thought it would be. <laughs> this it's like a concentrate, like 88 or 84% THC. Damn. It's only, okay. it's only 0. 0.5, um, 0. 0.5 grams, but it lasts a long time, I think, cause it's concentrate and it's, it probably burns a lot slower. So I've just been kind of smoking, uh, I don't get to do it a lot, so. Mm-hmm. Well, you do say that you usually just kind of go like in spurts of like, right. you'll smoke a large amount and then you'll stop be, for months. Exactly, be sober for like two months. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you yeah. go further than that. I, I think, sometimes I do. Yeah, sometimes I'll go like six months. <laughs> yeah, 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 or something like that. So then, um, so smoking, uh, I got back. Uh, can't talk. I got back into playing MK11. No, I was, dude, I was just going to tell you, <laughs> I, I was like, maybe I should bring up MK11. I feel like I haven't talked to you about that in so long. It's because I haven't been playing it. Yeah. When I just got back into playing it. My Scorpion has gotten better than it was. Ooh, okay. Um, there's this did new you learn... guy. Uh-huh. New guy. Bro, there's this new guy. His name's Averick. Is he in the, like, in the competitive scene? I think so. And he's maining Scorpion? And kicking Sonic Fox's ass with no scorpion bro i said the same thing i don't believe it no way i went to work last night right mm-hmm. is this and a tournament by the way or is this just casual no, this is just this is just casual mm-hmm. but still and my guy mike he plays mortal Kombat too he's good he's like some of my best competition like as far as like he's better than me like he'll i'll win a few matches but he's good you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so He's like, yo, Dom, I know you're a Scorpion main. I'm like, yeah. He's like, bro, there's this dude named Averick who plays Scorpion like I've never seen before. He plays Scorpion better than Scar. Whoa. Okay. I was just about to to use that comparison. I was about to use that comparison. Everything you're probably thinking about this guy, I probably already thought about it. So, yes, there is a player who... This dude does everything, bro. Do you know what a micro duck is? Uh, micro duck. I mean, I'm guessing from just from the phrase alone, it's just a really quick input of ducking, and dude, then also um moving du- inching forward, right? Nah, man. This dude has the reflexes. He has like cat-like reflexes, bro. He can like I almost said of a god, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can micro ducks Sonic Fox's Joker. You know when he does the high? Mm-hmm. He micro ducks punches in between combos and converts it into a like a 20 to 30% combo. 
He can convert a micro duck into a 30% combo. Damn. He beat Sonic Fox's Joker. That's actually. With Scorpion. Oh, my gosh. With Scorpion. I know. But. Damn, that's actually very impressive. That's That's fucking impressive. And it's Sonic Fox. I was like, what the hell? I was like, bruh. What like and then and then Mike the reason he found out about him is because people were micro ducking with Scorpion. Apparently, it's like the new meta. Mm, so everyone's doing everyone's doing that currently. Dude, like, it's, it's shit's getting real out here with Scorpion. People already thought he was pretty OP. Yeah. Well, but, I wonder. I wonder if they buffed him or anything. Any details on that? Have they buffed him or nerfed anything? I haven't heard. I haven't. You know, it does seem like they buffed Scorpion a little bit because I can do some really nice pressure mm. with Scorpion. Well, when's the last time that you played? Actually, uh, yesterday, last um, night. Prior to that, like before I picked it back up. Yeah. Um. Probably uh, when I first got back to the cow. Around that time. Oh damn! So that's definitely been a month or two months back. Yeah, if I if I'm remembering correctly, yeah. Wow. They may Did, have buffed him. I don't know. I, I know there's been a bunch of changes within Mortal Kombat. I obviously haven't played Mortal Kombat in a very long time. I actually just deleted the game from the PS4 because I needed mm-hmm. some space for other games. But damn, dude. Dude. Mm. One of the biggest changes is the armor break. On oh, the breakaway. Uh, what's going with that armor break with the breakaway? Okay. I thought I told you. I my roommate's been playing. I thought I told you. You know how you can break away, like yeah. you can break out of a combo. Mm-hmm. Bruh, there are certain moves that each character has that can break your armor and get you back into a pop up. No way. So in between the breakaway, they you know you can use armor break and then bring them back to the combo. Yes. So That's like, insane. For example, mm-hmm. with I'm gonna give you two examples. Yeah. What with Kotal Khan, you know how he swings his uh that blade up and then like slices you. Yeah. Let's say he gets you into a combo where he pops you up and you try to break out. All he has to do is do that uh swipe up thing with the blade and that mm-hmm. breaks it. And yeah. Does it reset his. you? Or does it think- is that just a continuation of that combo? No, it resets. Oh, so, shit. Actually, no, no, no. You're right. It's a continuation because if you break somebody oh, okay. out of it, you can either... Still, though, you're getting damage off that It depends. Away. It depends. Yeah. It depends, bro. With Scorpion, it's a continuation. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. It's so. That's why with Scorpion, it's so damn potent because Kotal Khan, you can go into a move, but it's like a hard knockdown afterwards. But with Scorpion, you know the back three mm-hmm. overhead? Mm-hmm. If you do that while they're in a breakaway, it pops them up again. So if you were already in a combo, Damn. yeah, and then you try and then you try to break out. So let's say he like gets you in a combo of a a four 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 two into mm-hmm. a teleport, a you know a hands teleport, and he pops you up. All he has to do is back three. If you try to break out, then you pop up again. Somebody got like seventy percent damage with Scorpion. It was on a practice, like they were just showing. Oh, yeah, but you can. It's probably super hard to pull off an actual online match, but <laughs> especially with the lag and he can, yeah. yeah, he can get up to seventy percent. That's the wait. Um, the guy that used Av, uh, what was his name again? No, I was just talking about the buffs. Oh, oh okay, gotcha, gotcha. Remember, okay. I was talking like the the not the buffs, but the uh, changes, like the breakaway. Damn. If that, he that can get up to a seventy percent combo with Scorpion. Mm-hmm. It's fucking ridiculous. That bro. is actually so very have, impressive. Damn. Yeah. I I you see I. 
I was a Liu Kang main. You know, you know what I'm saying? That, that's all I played. Fundamentally, I loved him. And he even made it all the way to the top of the tier list. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, by um, my boy Ninja Killer. He I've made, been he, owning Liu Kang's. Now, the thing is that I haven't played in such a long time. And I think I played, uh, I think it was almost like two months back, same, where I pl- touched the game. And I was like, oh, let me just play. And I won a match online. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I lost like four. And it wasn't that same day. That I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. It's just, I don't know. I just, I haven't felt the need to go back. But you're you're telling me this. And it's just kind of interesting. And it kind of makes me want to reinstall it. But, uh, yeah. You know, and plus I had all the DLC. I just never even used the DLC because a, a majority of the DLC cast was kind of, kind of rubbish. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Low key, I think so. Let's be. I'm. I'm being honest. <sighs> Robocop wasn't that great. Terminator on it really like. Uh, um, yes, you're right. Yeah. What's his That's name? Basically the same character. Yeah, Nightwolf. I didn't really like. Um, the one interest decent though. Yeah. And then I think there was. Sindel and Shang Tsung, and then uh, finally Spawn. Spawn wasn't even that great. I was super sad about Spawn. My favorite DLC characters have to be Nightwolf, Shang Tsung, uh, Joker. Yeah, I was just about to say Joker is probably the one that's like, yeah, he seems like the most fit for this. Like, all the other ones seem really clunky. Even Nightwolf. And Sindel's actually pretty. Oh no no no! Wait, we're forgetting about um, our boy. Uh, didn't you didn't you want to try him, Fujin? Oh, I totally forgot about Fujin. Yeah, I haven't played. I haven't, dude. By the Fujin way, Fujin is amazing, bro. I haven't played. I haven't touched uh, Aftermath. I never even went to beat it. And I Fujin. remember you, you told me to play it because you're like, yeah, dude, you got to play the game. And I was like, all right, bet. But uh. I never, I never went back after that. I just, I bought the DLC and I just said, "Cool, decent. Thanks for the characters. Thanks for the cheese. See you later." That was it for me. Yeah. So there's been the Mortal Kombat. That's one thing I've been doing. Uh, other thing, roommate just got back to town, back to town. Been chilling with him, friends, uh, my girl, her friend, mm-hmm. uh, working. Not really much to say about the jobs, other than since I have 18 credit hours, like I always say, Ooh. I'm gonna be letting go of one of these jobs i don't know which one yet <laughs> that is true you do you do like, usually on, say man. that but you are taking man 18 credit hours man you're a beast Dude, i can't be doing I'm that i'm trying to get i'm not a beast bro i don't know if i'm gonna pass all of them i'm gonna give it a fucking try i'm trying to get out of here and you got this man just have positive just go in there positively man i know it's hard yeah. to do but dude you got this dude but you're gonna Last try one. passing all of them yeah, of course, of course. You don't uh-huh. want to go into a semester like, you know, I'm taking 15, but I'm only going to try for, f- or I'm taking uh, 18, but I'm only going to try for 15. You know? I know what you, I know what you mean. I've seen, I've seen people do that. They go in. It's like, like if you don't think you can handle it, drop something. Don't exactly. Fail. You're wasting exactly. money. Yep. I think, but that's also like it leads to people just like with that failure expectation. Mm-hmm. They might surprise themselves sometimes, you know, and they'll be like, oh, should I actually pass? But you're yeah, right. True. Yeah, that's very it is, true. We are online now, and I don't know if you had a great semester, mm. the past semester, I've where had um, wonderful semesters online. Exactly. So all I'm saying is, maybe we could repeat that luck again with 18 yeah. credits, man. Your GPA we boosted. Because yeah, bro, like 18 online is a lot different than 18 in person. Absolutely. So, 
It's and, a and, whole different and, ball game. And we don't condone cheating over here. And not no hit confirm. Yeah. We don't condone cheating. We don't condone cheating. None Stop of the that. recording so I can say we do condone cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, nah, no, nah, absolutely not. Please don't come at me. Any, any Get off check. Get off course, hero. Yeah, we don't do none of that. Um, get yourself kicked out of college. <laughs> so what else? Well, what else on top of that? You got 18 credit pretty hours. Much, uh, pretty much just in... I'm trying to enjoy my time off from school. Oh yeah, I have because you know I take summer classes, so I you know I don't really get a very long break. So when I do get a break from having to worry about an assignment or an exam, it's like I'm taking it to the fullest and mm-hmm. relaxing. So I'm just kind of enjoying life. No, I like that. I like to hear that. I think currently I'm in that same boat where it's like I don't have school and I'm just casually just you know doing things that I want. Obviously, getting ready for this uh, podcast is one of the things I kind of treat it as a job, um, but a good job, you know, where it's very relaxed, very, um, you know, kind of just chill. Yeah. Um, But yeah, is is that basically it? Like, do you think that? Yeah, that's pretty much it. How about you? What have you been up to? Or did you already say? No, no. Um, So I kind of felt like this this whole week just recently has been really nice. Uh, Just it's been kind of rushed a little bit i kind of feel just that anticipation of me going back to decal has kind of just Mm. been starting to lean on me but you know uh on top of that i think there's been some good really good moments i got to go to the galloping ghost arcade this week which my guy i need to take you though because i know you'll enjoy it Um, what's it called galloping ghost arcade it's an arcade out in brookfield or in ogden um and dude i would drive i don't care it's so nice over there (laughs) It's is that like, the one where you said that the guy has like a, he's a super fan of Mortal Kombat? Oh yeah, dude! I walked in there immediately. Statue like there's like hella statues on like of the original Mortal Kombat, and the oh, yeah, original that's, that's Mortal Kombat move. cast goes there, dude. That's definitely, a move. that's a move. Um, but I went there and it was just so fun. It, it was relaxing. Got to got to play hella games, Bro. hella fighting games, and there was like so many railgun shooters. I love those. You know, kind of like the House of the Dead games. Yeah. Um, oh man, we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. You it's, just mentioned one of my favorite zombie games, bro. Yeah. It no, it's a dude, and we and the thing is that once you pay the twenty dollars, it's free. Like every game, it, there's no quarters, so you don't have to worry about it. Just pay the twenty, and you just go up to the arcade machine, press start, and there you go. You you get to play as long as you want. You can hog the machine the entire day. Does not matter. Like it's it's awesome, and I think that was probably one of the bit like the best things that happened this week. On top of that, I got to hang out with a good amount of my friends. Um, do you know about JBL speakers by any chance? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I just bought my first JBL speaker. It's like the Charge 4. Have you heard of it? Nope. It's like a it's like a thicker version of the flip, but it can mm. it, it could charge my phone, so that's pretty cool. I mean I mean it's it, it works as a it duels as a power bank, but I've never had a JBL speaker and I'm I'm liking it. It's kind of cool just to have it like while I'm playing video games or, you know, mm-hmm. driving because my car doesn't have um, an aux or like the speaker. The Actually, the radio doesn't work. So, um, oh, really? Yeah, it doesn't pick up any stereo. So it's not giving any output towards the speakers. But it's fine. It's whatever. Um, and like I said, like, you know, we're I've been um, just kind of very focused on that idea of just going back. So I guess now that summer 
or, you know, now that it's kind of coming to an end, we still have a week left to enjoy. So definitely do yep. that. And I know it's hard to to do when, you know, you're just thinking about like uh, next week, you know, don't think about it. I exactly. That's the best way to do it. That's true. But how much have you enjoyed this summer? Uh, it's been pretty uneventful, but mm-hmm. I can't really complain mm-hmm. because I kind of I kind of had enjoyment in being like, you know, the world kind of stopped and it kind of like sits you down. It's kind of God's way of saying sit down, like chill out. You know, things are moving real fast and it's like, you know, sometimes we forget like we're not the center of the universe. You know, there are things that can happen to us at any time. You know, exhibit A, the coronavirus. There are things that can happen to us at any time that can bring everybody at the same time to a complete halt. Yeah. You know, so it's it's good to have that reminder because it's kind of humbling. So I can't really complain. My summer hasn't been that bad just because of the coronavirus. And, you know, I think even with this whole corona, uh, with the whole coronavirus, um, pandemic itself, I've been able to manage myself and just honestly really have like a great time with people who I truly love and care about. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I could definitely say that I've enjoyed the summer and I think the summer is probably the best summer in the past couple of years. Definitely. And I know that's, that's like, Whoa, like you're doing that in a pandemic. But I mean, if we look back at the past two summers and even yeah, past two summers. They weren't that great, but they were pretty right. they were pretty fine, but I feel like this one just made it maybe it's that feeling of that amusement of like, oh, we, I don't even know if I'm going to make it tomorrow. I might as well just go out and just do this, but not doing it too recklessly. I'm not going out everywhere and I'm just, you know, hanging out with a good group of friends that I know and you know, I've gone on plenty plenty of walks this summer uh mm-hmm. just with the friends or just by myself just to have my thoughts clear. I hung out with family a lot. I my sisters specifically, who I didn't think I was gonna get to hang out with as much, but I enjoyed every single time that I went on a walk with her. We completed seventy five hard, which is a challenge where you have to do multiple tasks. Again, I'm ha- I'm I'm thankful that we were able to do that. Um, got to meet a really special friend that just changed my entire view on so many things. Um, started a whole you know we started this home podcast, which is amazing. Um, got accepted to grad school and, um, luckily good things happen. Good. Th- yeah. Good things have happened. And honestly, dude, it's just, it's, it's amazing. And I was, I was going to add the little, the little thing, but, um, well, I didn't get the job at the WRO as a GA, right? It's all good. It's all good. But, by the end of summer, I got offered a GA position for the econ department, uh, somewhere that's going to be similar to my route. And I was like, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them. And, you know, they totally were like, yeah, um, if you'd like to, we can interview or basically like set up like a phone call. We had a phone call and basically it went well. And now I signed the application and everything. And I'm basically set. I have now a GA position. So we're, we're going to get grad school paid off. Not, you know, not by loans fully, but, you know, the school is actually going to help me pay off, you know, grad school, which is amazing, dude. I'm telling you, for real, this summer has been just an amazing summer, whether it's I I know it's been uh, very painful for many. And it's been and I'm I don't know, because I don't want to I don't I feel like I just gloated the entire time. But it's if you had a good summer, I mean, it's been a good summer, like 
people have been trying to make, at least me, mm-hmm. I think personally, people have been trying to make 2020 out to be like the worst year of your life just because you have to sit your ass down. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that bad, man. It's true. And honestly. I'm not saying coronavirus is not that no, bad. No, no. Yeah, definitely. That's that's You know what I mean. Like, but, but dude. I think they messed in that sense in just the sitting down. They messed with the wrong person because you know me. I love to sit down. Shoot, I'm, <laughs> I was in my room for half the four months that I was over here. I was in my room playing games. I was like, right. "Don't mind if I do." You know, right? What I'm saying? Gamers are like, "Oh, coronavirus. You want to be outside? Okay, I want to be out in, on the inside anyway." Yeah, and then <laughs> like, guess what? Boom! Digital sales are still going up. You know, what I'm saying like video people are buying video games regardless. So it's like, coronavirus didn't stop that, but. Yeah. You know, like like I said, just this summer has been awesome. Um, I I can't complain, and you know I Dude, think I it, saw. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I I feel like I gotta say I saw a post that was so deep about COVID. What happened? It was like you know I'm a believer, so it was like some of y'all had COVID, got over it, and didn't even know you had it, and well, then mm-hmm. like. At the end, it was like, you know, how you quote somebody and they do do, do the dash and then put their name. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it said God. <laughs> so it's like, and I was like, wow, that's kind of deep because that's probably true. There are probably a lot of people who may have had COVID, but, Low you know, key. are asymptomatic. Low key. Um, that's also one thing that I've kind of just started to, you know, hypothesize. I mean, a little while back, like around January or eh, February or something, me and all my roommates got really sick. Like, we got really sick. Like, we were sneezing. We were, you know, our noses were, you know, runny, all that stuff. Um, No one had a fever. Actually, I think no one had a fever in the house. But Mm -hmm. that was before the whole pandemic started, like, to go crazy. And then a while, literally a week after, everyone just started getting sick, like, even more. And then the first outbreak at the or the first uh, case came out in NIU, and then that's when everything started dr- tr- like shutting down. It's kind of like the beginning of The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, <laughs> literally. And I'm telling you, like, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I don't know, I'm pretty sure we probably have already caught it by now at this point, a majority. I mean, unless you've kept yourself extremely safe and barred away from human interaction, that maybe you're fine, but... Dude, if you go out anywhere, you're, you know. At risk. At risk. Like, so I I don't know. But I'm pretty sure we've all kind of just, I mean, it's still still affecting people. People are still getting, you know, people are still dying and all that, which is really sad. Absolutely. I mean, there's still, I, I still feel like a majority of the people that I've hung out with, like, I don't know, either they, we've never had it or we've already had it. We're just, you know, no, like you said, asymptomatic. Yeah. But, you know, I guess the summer has also been great to us. Now, what are the things, the, you know, the big thing is like, on top of the summer being great, what games have you been able to play recently or just this whole summer, honestly? Um, there was no retro view game this week. So, Horizon Zero Dawn, MK11, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Fall Guys. Yo, you played Fall Guys? I did. I forgot to tell you. What did you think of it? Hmm. 
hilarious when you're off the dope. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. When they're This just... game is a lot of fun. Oh, I, yeah. I like it. My girl, I think my girl may like it a little more than me, though, because she plays it. Have you guys won? Like a crown? Yeah. Man, I just started, bro. Of course I haven't won a crown yet. Who knows, man? You could have been man, like, I got man. eliminated the first time I played the game. Yeah, I almost <laughs> damn near deleted the game as soon as I as soon as soon I played it. Because I played it, and then I got just trampled on, and then it said disqualify. And I was like, bro, I deadass almost bro- snapped my PS4 in half. No, I'm kidding. No, I wouldn't even reach that hard. Come on. But... Oh, like over Fall Guys? Bro. Over Fall Guys? Come on. Um, Yeah, maybe, bro. Chill out, bro. Don't judge. No, nah, no. Nah. Um, but yeah, so, dude, that's a pretty decent list. Have you started Erica, by the way? Nah, I have not. Mm, okay. But have you finished the Shadow of Tomb Raider? No. Every time I play it, I'm on this part where it's just like... Uh, I got back into MK, so I'm just gonna gotcha. MK. You know? Are you kind of are you kind of just gonna get into the swing of MK again now? Since maybe you're just maybe you're just an MK fan when school starts, man. Nah, bruh. I no, no, MK. no. More MK11. Sorry. I like it all year round. Like, this summer, you avoided it almost. Not really, bro. Like I played. As soon as like when the pandemics first started, I was playing Mortal Kombat like every day. All Actually, day. you're right. You didn't stop playing it just Til until recently, like June or something like that, when we right. fully started doing this. Right, Did- right. Then I started playing more games. Yeah, but it's not that I, you know, didn't like. And then now that this Averick dude came out with this Scorpion, you yeah. know, Scorpion's my main. So yeah. I'm like, hell yeah! People already thought he was OP, so they probably hate Averick now. They probably mm-hmm. hate Scorpion, bro. People hate Scorpion. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I'm definitely one of those. But I mean, that's, I mean no, I I think <laughs> I, I don't like get him. The hate. No, I I, I, the hate. I think he's cool though. But damn, that's still a pretty long, decent list. Um, no yeah. more days gone. I did not hear days gone at all. You probably won't ever. Uh, <laughs> ever? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Shit, maybe, maybe not. Shoot, maybe. <laughs> Shit, shoot. Maybe I love that response to anything. Just like, hey, are you down to hang out? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe's always disrespectful, in my opinion. I'm like, it's always just like, why don't you just say no? Yeah, but maybe's funny. <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm, I don't know. That's the thing. You don't know. True. Very true. We don't know. We we don't even know a lot of things in life. No. Um, that sounds like a pretty decent list. On my side, I got um. All right, I'm gonna say it, but I mean. Low-key, my list is pretty is pretty goofy. Um, I'm I, looking at it. I'm looking at really it. It's really goofy, okay, <laughs> bruh. Okay, so obviously I did play Fall Guys. And it and then I have been playing a lot, like a lot, a lot of Mario Plus Rabbids Battle Kingdom. <laughs> and here's the thing. I went into games. Bro, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> and and you know what? To add on to that, I went to GameStop and I was like, hmm. What Switch game should I buy today? And I looked at the list. I looked at the list. And I saw Mario plus Rabbids, which Rabbids is also part of the Rayman series. And I was like, hmm, sure. Let me let me see how much it is. And I pulled it out of the shelf. And it was 17 bucks, And I was like, wow, that's really cheap. And I was just stuck there for a second. I was like, mm, I've heard reviews. And it's like XCOM. And I'm like, so then I turned to the guy. And I'm like, hey, man, um, what did you think about this game? Have you played this game? And he's like, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I played the game. Um, and I'm like, is it fun? And he's like, well, 
it's fun if you're a kid, a, a little fucking baby. And I'm like, what? no, he, did, he didn't say fucking baby. But basically, he just, that's what he told me. He's like, you know, if you're a kid, if you're a baby, they'll like that game. If you're a fucking child. Yeah, if you're a child. And, and it's like, but if you're a man, <laughs> but if you're a man, us adults, they oh, don't man. like that game. And I was like. Oh, us adults. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was like, literally, he said us adults. And I, and I looked at the game and I looked at him and I looked at the game and then I bought the game. And then I was like, you know, and then I got home and started playing out. And, you know, I'm in my bed, my feet waggling. I'm like having a great time, bro. I'm having a, this. This dude lied. It's a fun game. Kid games are fun, man. Dude, the game is fun and the game actually has some depth to it. It's it's legit an XCOM game, but with Mario and low-key, my team right now is Mario, Luigi, even though he's fucking weak as shit. Luigi be, <laughs> Luigi be the sniper, though. Luigi got that sniper. Dude, he be going crazy. He be sniping dudes. He be sniping rabbits from crazy distance. Then you got rabbit Luigi. Bro, he's got double that. You know what? That's enough of that. And then the last game, honestly. Okay. So, again, this one's going to sound goofy again. But I've been, I've been grinding Tetris Effect. Which is an amazing game. I'm just gonna bro, say it here. Tetris, bro. Tetris is an amazing game. Just to start Tet- off with, I, uh, I love Tetris. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. I want to, dude. If you say anything bad, I'll fight you, dude. Dead ass, dude. Nah, man. Don't- like, t- <laughs> I was just gonna say, Tetris is like, Tetris is like that game when you go around family and you got like little baby cousins. They're like, you got games on your phone. Oh they no, play come on, man. Don't do me like that. <laughs> you know, I already have my, I already have my roommate Sean. I was like, I told him, I was like, hey man, let's play a game. And he was like, sure. And then I showed him Tetris. He's like, man, cut this shit off. And I was like, <laughs> bro, come on, bro. I was about to get to level three, dude. And I'm just like, and he's like, bro, cause come on, Tetris. Look, if you ever see me play, you're gonna be amazed, bro, cause I'm actually pretty good. But the thing it's was, fucking Tetris, bro. Why are y'all, why are y'all going in on Tetris though? Tetris is fun. Tetris is, I, okay. But here's the thing about Tetris that I really like. Well, there's a whole thing around um, one, and that's just being so focused in the game when you when you're playing it. I'm saying though, Tetris is an amazing game. Effect, Tetris Effect, because it took so many elements. Um, obviously, it's it's just basic Tetris, but the visual effects is what makes it awesome. That's it, and the music is great too. But you pair it up yeah, with music. you pair it up with uh, you play you have a good session of Tetris with the song uh, "Return of the Mac" on the background, the seven minute CJ extended mix. Return good- of the Mac. Yeah. Damn. I love that song. Bro, but the the extended version that you showed me? Yeah. You have that? You know, you play for seven minutes and you get in the zone? Man, dude, I love that game. That's what I did the other day. I just kept playing. I was like, wow, dude, this song's so fucking good to play Tetris with. Um, Return of the Mac. Return of Mac. Yeah. So those are the three games that I've been playing this week. Um, Obviously, I'm a very, I'm an adult. I'm a person who plays very, you know, you know, grimy, like real hardcore games and Mario plus rabbits, Tetris effect and fall guys are those games. So yeah, don't come at my head. These are great games. Deal with it. Um, have you, <laughs> Dom, have you bought any new games this week by any chance? Fall guys. Fall guys. Oh, okay. So, you know, oh wait, did you, did you get out of, uh, the PlayStation plus? No. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say that game. That game's for free. So it's. But okay, I got you. You downloaded that game. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, I same thing. I downloaded that one. And uh, Hyperscape. Don't download Hyperscape. I, I downloaded that one. It's like a battle royale. But. Oh. 
I don't want to play anything that even resembles anything like Fortnite. Oh yeah, okay. It's kind of remember. It's reminiscent to Apex though, so it's in that okay. rem. But um, on my side, I well, I bought Mario plus Rabbids. I also bought uh, Bayonetta for the PS3. I wanted to check that out. It's a platinum game, uh, in the style of like Devil May Cry, where it's like a beat 'em up. Um, I also have or hack and slash. Um, I'm also playing, or I also bought Ghostbusters, the video game. You know what I'm saying? Um, that one is a remake or just a remaster of the one that just came out. Uh, actually, not just came out. It came out like years ago, maybe like ten years ago or something like that. Um, Did you get Destroy All Humans? No, I didn't. Because I know it's not. It's so linear. You can't even call it an open world game. Oh, okay. No, so that it's, would be a good cop. Oh, interesting. Okay, and um, bought Super Hot. Super Hot's really good. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Mm-mm. Um, kind of where the game, uh, you play as a kind of some simulation, and time doesn't move. Time doesn't like continue until you move. So once you move, time is going in a normal pace. But once you stop and make a complete stop, time slows down. So, like, there'll be people coming at you and they'll be shooting guns. And it's like, you can dodge those bullets by just standing completely still and moving slowly away from them. And then you shoot and it's it's really cool. It's It's got some that cool effects. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Rage 2 from uh, the people who made Doom and all that. It's mm-hmm. software. So, those are the games that I bought this week. Sounds Sounds pretty decent. Will I get to these games? Yes. Leave me alone. I will get to these games. I'm building up the biggest <laughs> I'm building up the biggest backlog in existence. And I still need Man. to I still need to play Ghost of Tsushima. I actually just played it recently and I was having a lot of fun, but I haven't had time to go back to it. So I will let me be give there. You, mm-hmm. Let me give you some advice. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, bro. What are you gonna tell me? The same guy, Mike, mm-hmm. who um was telling me about Averick, the Yeah. He played Ghost of Tsushima, did yep. do the side missions. And went through the game with basically the bare minimum upgrades. Okay. So my advice to you, do the side missions. Please do what the side was wrong? missions. But but what's the what's the thing? Since he just did the side mission since he didn't do the side missions, what was up with him? Did he did he not have an enjoyable experience or what? It was still an enjoyable experience, but after he went back and did the side missions and learned new techniques, he was like, why the fuck didn't I do this before I continued the main story? And I'm like, It would have made it easier, told- I'm guessing? Yes. I'm like, bro, I told you. There's so many techniques you can learn along the way. The point of playing Ghost of Tsushima is to get as good as you can or to get your character like at optimal samurai status or ghost status, however you want to play the game, to beat Koten Kai. Huh, interesting. Okay. So then like just build yourself up throughout the course of the game and then you won't have to go back and be like, damn, I could have used this. Ah, you know? so then so then I guess when I do go back, I was kind of I wasn't skipping all the side missions, but does that also mean I have to liberate everything prior? Can I No ignore? no no no. You don't have to do that. But I mean you could do that if you want to get supplies to get get upgrades, but I'm talking about actual missions that can you know, they can end like mythic tales that can end in like learning a technique or something. You oh, know? okay. Bet. Then I'm definitely going to go for that route then. Yeah. 
Interesting. Interesting. The mythic tales. Those are the best techniques. Every time you do a mythic tale, you get a technique. Mm-hmm. No, okay. So then I'll keep that in my head, and I'm literally gonna go for that. Then I'm, and I low key want to play it now because I. Okay, so I'm not gonna lie. I've been dying a lot of times when I play it, and that kind of deters me from get, jumping back into the game. And so every single time that I just continuously play, I, I meet like some random villagers, and then I all of a sudden get clipped by you know random bad guys and stuff. But yeah, I mean, so I'm gonna go back to Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm gonna go for that route. I'm gonna see how it is. Um, like I said, I've been wanting to go back because I played it recently, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, no. There was also another thing I was going to say about the dying fact. Oh, every single time I die, it deters me from playing the game. Um, but I think with these upgrades, it'll definitely help me out. You know, absolutely. You'll die a lot less. Trust me. Perfect. Perfect. Because that's literally the main reason on like why I just don't want to play it because I'm like, fuck dude, I, I have a stupid I life. Exactly mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's good that it wasn't just me that I wasn't getting that I was getting frustrated at how short nah, my man. Okay, okay. Perfect. Cause I was like, Ugh. are you not supposed to die in this? Like, well, I mean, I know it was gonna be a hard game, but I was like, did Dom have trouble with this game? Like, he just was like I'm blazing through the game and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, how come I, I- had my bruh, I've had my times where I've died so many times they were like, Do you wanna put it on an easier difficulty? Oh wow. I think they might have already hit me with that too. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm staying on normal. We're getting through this. Honestly. push through it. Yeah. Um, you know, usually we when we when we finish up those main those main things that we go over, just usually talking about our week. We last week we didn't have any questions, but this week we do have a decent amount of questions. So this one will be pretty good. Um, Dom, I'm pretty sure you got all the questions on your side, right? Okay, so I got all my questions posted up right here, and I got my answers. Um, I numbered them, so I think we're both set in, you know, in good pace. So I think um, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna read the questions. I'm gonna answer it, and then it's your, you know, you're gonna answer yours. All right. Okay. Cool. Decent. So our first question comes from episode, and he says, "What is a dream game that you would love to see uh, be made?" but will probably never happen. For me, it would definitely be a full-fledged DC versus Marvel fighting game with a roster as big as or bigger than Smash Ultimate. (sighs) Now, I'm going to fully just, you know, say mine. I think I would go with Death Stranding 2, baby. Let's go. Just kidding. Um, I'm, I, I would love another Death Stranding 2, but that's not going to happen. Um, I would definitely want something like, um, in the lines of a remake of X-Men versus Street Fighter or, Marvel versus Capcom 2 with all of the, you know, just a little bit enhanced. Um I think we can't have you know the thing the thing is that when we go for superhero games, the only issue with those is the licensing. Does the company have the licensing? Can they acquire the licensing for the characters? How many characters right. can we get, you know? And then after you've done all that, is it going to be a good game? You know. So that's honestly me. I would love to see an X-Men versus Street Fighter uh, type game with all the original cast you know of the x-men street fighter obviously that would be capcom side but x-men yeah. i i love x-men as a property you know as just all the collective people in the x-men and obviously you know you can go with the originals you know wolverine cyclops like beast you know they, all all like that you know hmm. but that's me and then I, like i said marvel vs. capcom 2 would be awesome to see again 
just to take that game serious on my side. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was I was just thinking about this before before I you know I tell you. Um, did you notice that when like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom two, like things like that, even Marvel vs. Capcom three, people were taking the game seriously, but it was super you know low key. And even with Mortal Kombat yeah. nine, it was also low key. Like people yep. did take the game serious, and then now fighting games have transcended to a platform where it's like it's serious all over like you pick up the game you're gonna learn 150 hit combo with you know attack dash cancels you know everything stuff like that you know i think because it's easier to play fighting games now that's um, it's more of a norm right yeah well it's i feel like it's always been a norm to play fighting games but they're the competitive side like it's because it's easier to play because think about the older titles of Mortal Kombat, and I actually True. saw a, I actually saw a meme. Where I said it was a video, like a funny video that this guy made, and it was like, you know, fighting game combos back in the early two thousands, and it yeah. was like fourteen buttons, you know. Yeah. And fighting games are just not like that anymore. So now, because they're easier to play, they're more popular to play. You know, you actually it's like a chess game now. It's mm-hmm. not like a, oh, my hands can, you know. I can memorize a 14 input combo. You know, it's like, yeah, there's, there's a lot more depth and complexity towards exactly. games now, but I think exactly. that also has become normalized to the point where, you know, Marvel versus Capcom infinite, you know, you really aren't picking up a, a fighting game nowadays and just thinking, well, you can, but you usually aren't where you're just like, I'm going to pick this game up casually. You know, you usually have been waiting for this game or you right. are a fan of the arc, you know, the the developers and you're like, oh, I love Capcom. Oh, I love Arxis, you know, yeah. um, it, or Netherrealm, you know, things like that. You're not pick. Yeah, there are some people who pick up like Injustice, like people who pick up superhero games. They're like, yeah, this game was fun. But, you know, that's just if you like also the franchise, that's also very important. But yeah, what about you? What are, what is like your dream game from what episode had asked? Uh, Mortal Kombat, Fire and Ice. Ooh, I that's really okay. Like, that's good. I would really like to see that, you know, especially on like a next gen console or PC or something. I would just like to see the Shaolin Monks gameplay style on a next gen console, but with Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. I got it. <sighs> I really wish I, I hope they do that. But I only had two. So there was that mm-hmm. one and Jack Four. And I actually came up with a name for the for the Jack Four. Mm-hmm. Like Naughty Dog, please like do Jack Four beyond the precursors. That's the name. I gave you a name. Like is that a good name or what? <laughs> that, like, that's a, I yeah. It does low key sound pretty good. I mean, beyond the precursors, uh you know what I'm saying? That's pretty good. I like it. It's pretty good. Yeah, bro. Jack Four Beyond the Precursors by Naughty Dog. Slash. I do not want another high impact Jack Ooh. and Daxter game. Is that technically the fourth? Or is that the one that we don't talk about? Uh, that's a racing game. I'm talking about an action adventure. Oh, okay. I thought it was Jack X. Like, that was the racing nah, game. Jack Jack X is a racing game, bro. I'm saying Jack Four because I'm like kind of skipping over Jack X because it's not necessarily a you can only race in that game. Oh, okay. I'm trying to get somewhere you go through. Yeah, like world, missions you know I mean? and all like, that. Gotcha. Yeah. So those would be your your two that you would choose, right? Yes, bro. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. No, I think like I said, um, fighting games are hard to get um, in general, especially when we go for that superhero route. But also MK Fire and Ice. I hope one day, you know, 
Nether Realms like teases it because besides from Injustice and Mortal Kombat, which are their two biggest ones, two biggest games, like I would love for them to just get get away from the fighting game and just do a beat 'em up like that. That would be fun. But I don't know. Um we also have a second question coming in. Um this one says, and this is from Teddy, uh if you could describe your friend group as a party from a game, which one would you be? Uh, which one would it be? So I think I kind of had trouble kind of figuring this question out. And so I kind of asked them again. I was like, what do, you, what do you mean by this? Well, basically what he means is that um, think of your friend group and then think of the games that you've played and try pairing up uh, like a link between the groups in the game and then your actual friend group. So for me, oh okay, yeah. So for me, I would definitely have to say it's like, I would say I like the XCOM games because you get to choose where you know X XCOM is based around like you know picking the right people, telling them you know okay we're gonna go here and then if they die they're gone, you know. Um, I feel like my friends are smart, diligent, and determined, just like the soldiers in the XCOM but they somehow miss shots in close quarters when they have a 90% accuracy rating. I don't know how they miss that. Um, it just like might frustration coming out there. It's, <laughs> it, I don't know, but no, 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 but I mean, they're all good people. I, um, it's usually me because I'm usually the one that just fucks up because I plan shit badly. And then, um, I want to go a different route, which ends up getting us all fucked at the end. So that's, that's how I would say. It definitely has to be like the XCOM party group, like the four people that you go, your squad that you go. But yeah, who 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 would you say? Or do you have an answer what for this group one? of people? Yeah, um, or a party? Yeah, from a game. I'd have to say Ghost of Tsushima. Who's the oh the the whole group? Yeah, like that. You know, um, you got a uh, Yuna Taka. Yeah. Um, you got let's see, you got Jin Sakai. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would be Yuna. Jin Sakai? No, you know what? I'll leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said who would be Jen Sakai? Who would be Jen Sakai, bro? I want to know. In my group, it would probably be me. What? What? Yeah. How could I didn't? I couldn't have guessed that, dude. Come on, seriously. Man. The main character. Come on. Of course, you're gonna be the main character, dude. Right. Yeah. I mean, the reason is because I have parents who have expectations for me, just like you know, Jen Sakai's uncle, uh, Lord Shimru, has a. Uh, expectations for him and sometimes Jen Sakai doesn't always live up to those expectations and that's yeah. that's my story sometimes you know usually I make my parents proud and my family just like Jen did, does for his uncle but sometimes wait know, a minute was that a spoiler short. no that's not a spoiler at all interesting interesting I hope no no that's not a spoiler okay okay but, okay. but um you know just like you, you'll see Okay. Just just like uh Jen Sakai doesn't always Oh. You'll see. Oh uh, yeah, watch out now. Watch out now. You yeah. you know you're I, you're like you're literally like teeter tottering on like edge of like spoilers yeah. and just trying to maintain I don't want to say yeah, yeah. I don't want to say, you know, you know, how once, characters interact with each other cuz then that kind of that is kind of a spoiler. Yeah. So I, I'll just say you'll see. Okay. And then once you see you'll understand what I'm saying. Gotcha. And why I compare it myself to Jen. And then I think Yuna would have to be my girlfriend. <laughs> and then then Taka, uh, he's the, I don't know if you met him yet, so I'm not going to say, but 
Taco would be, he could be anybody. Like, he could be my guy, Rich, or my boy, my roommate, Justin. He's my, he's like my brother. But the reason I chose this group is because everybody in this group is like going through a, or has been through, is either going through or has been through like some really tough situations. And, you know, instead of, instead of letting the situation get the best of them, they get the best of the situation. I like that. So um, that's kind of how my friend group's attitude is. Like we don't let, you know, minor setbacks become, you know, major discouragements, you know. That's good. So mm-hmm. we kind of have that same dynamic as the the, the party in uh, Ghost of Tsushima, or at least the characters that, that you... And there's a lot more people like Lady Masako. I could describe friends that I have that remind me of her. Yeah. You know, like all, every, no, every yeah. character I can come up with a, you know, counterpart in my group. So you would definitely say, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is probably the most comparable to your friend group. Interesting. Yeah. So the next question that we also have is uh, this one you might, I, I don't know how many you ended up putting, but. I ended up just going with four, but so the next question is from Mark and he kind of just plainly says it. He just says, can, uh, just give me a top soundtracks of all time. He wanted some tunes to listen to. And so I asked him, how many do you want? I kind of said five. I narrowed it down to four because I just didn't know where to go. I could have gone for more, but I think these four fully represent my ideas. I don't know how many you, you got. See, I didn't know if he wanted me to do movies or. Oh yeah, he wanted he wanted video game video game okay, soundtracks. Okay, cool. Sorry, I got, I got video games too that are also movies. So per- okay, perfect. So um, obviously I'm gonna just tell you the top soundtracks, top video game soundtracks of all time definitely has to be one, Silent Hill in no in no particular order. Silent Hill two soundtrack, Third Strike soundtrack, uh, the Death Stranding, um, not the actual um i think it's the um it's like the because there's two soundtracks one is the actual like themes and all that where it includes bb's theme and all that which is great but i generally like the one that has um low roar uh, as collaborations with churches and everything like that silent poets like that one that soundtrack is amazing and that's played all throughout the entire game in certain missions and then finally the tekken 3 soundtrack notice two of course Two fighting game uh, soundtracks in there, but you got to love them. So Silent Hill 2, Third Strike, Death Stranding, Tekken 3. Check those out if you have a chance. Um, I got yeah, I got three that I wrote down and three that I just thought of. So okay. Or two or three that I just thought of. So uh, Star Wars, I mean, come on, John Williams, God of War, James Bond. Uh, the Star Wars and James Bond because it's the same theme from the movie I love the Star Wars soundtrack that's always been like my favorite soundtrack God of War man I actually watched uh, what was it Making Kratos or what was it what was that thing called you're talking about the God of War God of War PS4 soundtrack right yeah the God of War PS4 soundtrack that is like the best one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in the game it's got a good yeah and it's got a good theme on the PS4 dude yeah oh yeah because I turned mine on you're like how come it doesn't sound I'm like I got the God of War 
backdrop. Yeah. Backdrop. Yeah. So, Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh, nice. Ghost of Tsushima has a beautiful soundtrack. Oh, I could have said Last of Us. Yeah. Okay. I didn't really hear that one. I love much. Last of Us. I don't Us. remember what it was like, but mm. Ghost of Tsushima has a wonderful, um, wonderful. It sounds like a score, like Star Wars, but you know. Um, let's see. And the last one was actually Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Okay. Dude, do you remember the the character select music? Yeah. Yeah. That it was very raw ass music. I think a majority it was like a mixture of rock and also like dark and ominous type of music. That, yeah. It was it sounded good though. I yeah. should play it. So do you think that kind of do you think you have uh yeah, that the wraps soundtracks? Up mine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So then and then for our final question we have it's um how do you feel about the reach of Kickstart games have uh, that they have if they succeed or fail? And this is uh, coming in from Darian. Uh, now, just a quick thing: Do you you know about Kickstarter games, right? Sorry, bro. No, I don't know about Kickstarter games. <laughs> Damn, you don't know you don't know anything about Kickstarter games. No, I don't. I looked it up and I was like, "Damn, I've never heard of this." Damn, Darian told me the other day. He's like, "Yeah, man." kind of shook me that you didn't know about kaijus and i was like damn but who me yeah kaijus that's fine remind remind Uh, me what that is again it's um basically just monsters and all that like dude i didn't know what those were no oh i when i asked you i was like oh yeah kaiju and you're like don't you mean godzilla then uh and then but it's a specific term it's like uh, it's getting all like all in depth but anyways so the nah dude it's a big it's a huge monster like i was i i compared it to a pacific rim didn't they call those kaijus yeah yeah but you didn't know that the kaiju term is just meant universally oh Oh, towards any type of movies (laughs) like that yeah but um okay okay so the reach of kicks the reach of kickstart games um you don't know anything about Kickstarter games, so basically they're just games that are just you know you fund into you fund into this website and then they make the game based on their promises that they say. Um, personally, I think that Kickstarter games are cool if they live up to the potential. I can personally say that I don't really have any interest towards those type of games in the long run. Like I've never really fully backed a Kickstarter game. I do, I kind of do want to back the game that Darian had told me about, which is a uh, Oh my gosh, I can't remember. It's it's a it. Oh my gosh, she's gonna hate me. It looks like Octopath Traveler, and I was like, this looks like a pretty good game. But a notable game that's came out from um, Kickstarter games that I bought was Undertale. That one was the most notable, and I played it and I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, Shenmue Three came out of Kickstart as well. Originally, they had asked for two million dollars, and then they received six million easily, which was wow. I think the main reason why they were able to like give it off to so many platforms. But I mean the problem is that also kickstart games can be tough because this idea of failing is so much higher than succeeding because you know, I mean money and also um lost in translation, some sometimes they need more money and there's just no more backing, but also in the rare case or not in the rare case, but Mighty Number no. 9 had the same issue and that was a Basically, the creator, the original creator of uh, Mega Man was going to come out and release a game. When he started, he's like, hey, I'm going to release it on Kickstarter, or I'm, hey, I'm going to fund it through Kickstarter. 
Can you guys donate money? They donated money like crazy. Then the money, then um, I think that he got way more than he expected. And so he's like, okay, can you guys donate more? And we're going to put it to every single platform that's out there. They, they, do, they donated more. So then they're like, okay, trust me, this is going to be like Mega Man. But, you know, since we don't have the property to Mega Man, we're just, you know, we're going to do it around Mega Man, like themes and all that. And when the trailer first came out there, everyone was like, oh, what did we just invest in? Um, immediately after that, the game wasn't that well received. And I mean, mm-hmm. now it's one of the biggest blunders that people actually really dislike. And that's kind of, you know, when you have a fail in Kickstart, it hurts you tremendously compared to like when you have a success. Because I don't know. Have you ever heard of Undertale? No. You know, some of the successes in Undertale are very like low key indie titles. And then, you know, the fails, I think, are bigger because that's money that people invest in. Failures are always, you know, negative is always going to be more um, lucrative than successes in some cases. Because people are just going to see the failure and just be like, oh, yeah, that, you know, that that it's going to look more attractive. You know, news travels fast. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of the I think that's all the questions. But did you have anything to say on that? I don't know. Nah, I didn't. I didn't have anything to say on that. I don't yeah. really like speaking on things I don't have any clue on. It True. just makes me sound dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, then I mean that basically wraps up the questions. I want to move on now to you know getting to kind of the bigger things. I feel like we had a really good little session right there. That was nice. Um, so with the whole you know week being real chill, being real relaxed. Recently, there's been some news circulating um, with Def Jam. Now, Dom, have you ever played any of the Def Jam games? I did, but I wasn't very good at them. Okay, but you've played them, right? Yeah. Which games did you play? I played Def Jam. Uh, what was it? Fight for uh, New York? Def Jam Vendetta. Vendetta, and, yep. And then Fight for New York. Yeah, I think I played Fight for New York a little. I know I played Vendetta. Mm-hmm. That's the one with um, Mob, mm, D-Mob uh, in the front, uh, sitting D-Mob, in the chair. D-Mob is, uh, that's the dude with the bald head, right? Yeah. I think that's Fight for New York. No, that's Fight for New York. No, no. D-Mob is the main villain in the first one. Snoop Dogg oh, is, is the main villain in the second one. Uh, in Fight for New York, they have the guy looking in, like with his hand, um, looking into the city, and he's holding New York in his literal palm, and then right. Def- and then Vendetta is the one where D Mob is literally sitting with the chain of the Vendetta, the Def Jam Vendetta chain. You're on, absolutely like, right. Yeah. yeah. So, speaking about Def Jam, um, since we're both, I, I of course am a big fan of uh, the Def Jam games. I love Def Jam, uh, Fight for New York. I like, oh man, I I love that game a lot. I actually still have it on my GameCube, can still run properly, and I have Vendetta as well. I like Fight for New York a little bit better, but I always have a sweet spot for uh, Vendetta, even though it's gr- it's really difficult. I, I always found that game super yeah, difficult. Man. Dude, the CPU, Scarface used to just, used, just used to beat my ass for no reason, dude. dude I could, Scarface was like... He's tough for no... Scarface fuck, on that game was... Yeah. He's tough for no reason, <laughs> man. I just started the game. I booted the game up, and I'm like, all right, time to play this game. Picks the fucking spider. I used to pick spider. And then... um. Immediately, Scarface just fucking pounded me the entire time. I'm like, bro, chill. I'm just trying to enjoy the game. But 
then Def Jam 5 for New York came out and I had, I think everyone, everyone had trouble fighting against Crack or Fat Joe in the, in that, uh, yeah. that one mission. Yeah. Everyone hated him because all he would do is grab you and just fucking keep consistently grabbing you and it'd just be annoying. He'd like fucking power bomb you every single time and it would take like a good amount of your health. Um, and then also that fight with, uh, Fat Joe and Buster Rhymes when you have to face both of them because your uh, uh, method man gets knocked out early on into the match because yeah. he has low health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, man, that game is good. Man, I love that game. Um, but anyways. Graphics were good, too. Oh, and the graphics were good. And I love the soundtrack. Low-key got me more into rap, honestly. So recently with the Def, Jam's record, uh, Def Jam records went online on Twitter and they uh, said that, you know, they posted up a photo of Def Jam Vendetta screen with Ludacris and DMX saying, um, the streets saying we need a new Def Jam game. And following that tweet, Def Jam also said, um, get our Twitter account to 1 million followers, I'm guessing, and we have an announcement. Now, update, they have, an, they have hit a million, and there's no announcement. But, I mean, what do you think of that? Like, of a new Def Jam game? They better do it right. Interest okay because mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember Def Jam Icon. Yes, and I was I was just Bruh. gonna bring that up. Yeah, did you not Def, like Def Jam Icon? Apparently, Def Jam. I don't know how it was because uh I didn't I never played it. You know, I, I don't like to really. I'm yeah. trying to get out of the habit of speaking on games I've never played, but from what I've seen and like watched like footage of gameplay, comments on it, how you know it was. I looked up some reviews. People didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, they just said it was a very, it was a fall from grace from uh, Fight for New York. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, and then another thing, you know, I was thinking about if, as far as a Def Jam revival, you know, what artists are they going to use? You know, I I listed Mm -hmm. a couple, so I got, I got Migos, all three of them. Um, Are they in the Def Jam label? Were there, were there, were the fighters only on the Def Jam label? Mm-hmm. No, because Migos is quality control. No, they they have to be on the. But here's the thing. Um, yeah, all the people that were usually on the game were from Def Jam. Yeah, but Def Jam as but a, De- uh-huh. I think Def Jam as a label like went. It it was active up until like April of 2014, and then now it's just recording. It's just Def Jam recording. Oh, I don't think they're a label anymore. I'm not sure though. That's interesting. Well, they do have. Well, you know, they have. Um, <laughs> they have Logic. They have Big Sean. You know, um, I'm trying to. Th- I know Def Jam still has notable uh, artists. You know, but are they people you would want to fight with in a game? That's true. I mean, I let think. Me, mm-hmm, go ahead. Go ahead. Go let, ahead. Let with me your give list. you some. Let me give you some names of some artists that I think people that would attract people to the game. Mm-hmm. You know, this is these are artists that are not on Def Jam, but I think people would like to see a game with rappers, these rappers fighting. So Migos, you know, Quavo, Offset, mm-hmm. Takeoff, Young Thug, Kevin Gates, Young Dolph, Chief Keef, G Herbo, Lil Bibby, Boosie Badass, Gunna, Lil Baby, Dub Baby, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. Uh yeah, I think that would be a pretty good that would be a pretty good cast. Where the I would like to see more of the A, of the uh, A side, the 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 bigger names, 
feel bad for saying that because you named like a majority of like Chicago's uh uh what's it called rap group you said Lil Bibby you said uh did you say Lil Dirk? No, nah, I didn't say Lil Dirk. I said G Herbo. G Herbo. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um honestly, you just named like a bunch of drill rap, didn't you? And a bunch yeah. of Yeah. Yeah, what I didn't about, name like Kendrick, what about Kanye? Cole, what about um, Jay Z? Yeah, but, uh, things like uh, I know Ice Ice T was also uh, noted saying that he wanted to be in uh, in the game as well. Um, I mean, that could you, be you like gotta a, have classic classic rappers, of course. Of that, course, I'm that just saying that, that these names would probably attract. Um, very uh, yeah, I I think maybe to like a very um, good group of people. I. Do not listen to a lot of rap as much as I used to. So I don't know how influential these names are. Obviously, if you put like a bigger name, if you put like, I don't know, obviously they're not in the same label. But if you put Kendrick or Drake, or I forgot about Drake. Yeah. If you were to put Drake, then it's like more, you know, that's like automatic. Like, okay, did you see that one post, by the way? Uh, Do you know RDC World? No. Okay, they made fun of um, what was his name? Oh my gosh. A Lil Dirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the new uh song they just came out with Lil Dirk and Drake and Drake's um sang the entire oh, yeah, first no, intro. RDC World. Yeah, yeah, they're funny. Drake sang the entire section, the intro section of the song, and then Lil Dirk says, uh uh We in the trenches, and then all of a sudden it's like, All right, then wrap it up, wrap it up, it's over, the song's over, <laughs> Drake's done, you know what I'm saying? As you know what I'm saying, like, come on. I like mean, I, these artists the artists I named are like you, know, you might as well say Dead Mostly Lope. Southern. Dej Loaf, you know, things like... Nah, bro. You know, you might as well say, I'm trying to think of some other name. Hold on. You're well, trying to think of 6 like 9 really... is actually part of the Def Jam. Is he? He is, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. That'd be pretty funny. But, you know, like, <laughs> that that would be <laughs> that would be pretty funny to add all that. I think, um, like I said, like, Big Sean would be, would be a pretty good name to throw in there, too. Um, it just all depends also if rappers even want to be put into a game where they fight other rappers. I mean, I feel like that was just a fun thing. Oh, man. Now I really want to see this game be made. Maybe that's the game that I'd like to see happen. Maybe that's a dream game. But who knows? Um, But that's a pretty good list. I mean, on top of the fact that I don't know a majority of... Uh, well, I know all of the people that you said. Like, I listen heard- to a lot of... Ra- yeah, I listen to a lot of rap. So... Some of these names were relevant like years ago. I'm not saying they're not relevant, but some of these names were probably more relevant a couple years back. Yeah. Um, like what's his name? Oh my gosh, um, uh, Bobby Shmurda. Isn't he? Uh, isn't he part of Def Jam? Oh yeah. Uh, or is he, he Interscope? Might be. I don't know, bro. It sounds like you, you sure? think all like, rappers put, from New York, <laughs> bro. If you, put, yeah. Well, yeah. Low key, I want. I want more New York uh rappers um dude future uh i know he's like down south but i would love um you know young thug or something like that that'd be I awesome said young thug <laughs> you said young thug wow that name yeah, just totally that was a second that was the second when one. you said when you said every name when you said everybody it i heard so many lil and i was like all right my brain just turned off there's Low only key. two lil literally when you said anything from that group i was just like oh damn my brain's off now because I could, oh, yeah. I, I just completely was like, who, who, for a second. But I was like, oh, now if I heard the list again, I'd probably remember. But yeah. Yeah, because I, I definitely said, like, I had some female names. I had Nicki Minaj. Cardi yeah, B, yeah. Meg Thee Stallion, Stallion and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, the female names are good. I feel like those ones are fine. Those ones are good. Um, You might as well have just said uh, Lil Chucky, you know, 
you might as well have just said that at that point because that's how dude i feel like i feel like these artists are played at like a lot of clubs in the south so a lot of people would know i'm surprised you didn't even include outcast but you love outcast i mean i was just naming like newer names gotcha gotcha to get people if i would do i could go on and on with classics bro i listen to classic rap more than anything trust me guys he really does do he really do be (laughs) listening to classics though trust me man that that would be um i'd be because i would have i would have had all of nwa on here yeah, that would be a long list right there. That would be a long list. You wouldn't want a gang star with Guru and uh, DJ Premier. I would have a. But long also, they list. have to be from Def Jam. Nah, I think man. I think like, you can only just, have. I think you no because I I don't. I was th- just naming artists that would attract people to the game, whether they think, were on uh-huh. Def Jam or not. You know, I think like, if they have to go, if they go with a new game, they really should go. Yeah, they should really just say. I think, you know, obviously the game's going to be pushed because of the name title alone. Hey, a new yeah. Def Jam game, meaning, you know, rappers or whatever, musicians, artists get to fight it out and all <laughs> rappers that. Rappers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's 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 not the that's not the general term that people usually all say. Is that too What is that? How do, how would you print how would you say it? No, man, it's just funny cuz you were like rappers and like, Oh yeah. Sorry. As I've as I've gotten away from listening to hip hop 24/7 and getting away from the rap scene, I don't really I just I haven't really been so, you know, I listen to house music now, man. I don't I don't really check that stuff out anymore. It's tough cuz I used to listen to it's a lot man. of music. It's all oh, they got Frank Ocean on Def Jam. Yo, oh, let's go, man. Frank Ocean. I didn't. Why didn't you just tell me you're sad, dude? Have you listened to? Uh, yeah, have you listened to the Blonde album? You know what? Never mind. This is this is. We're talking about video games. We're um, definitely going way, way off topic. Yeah, we're right definitely now. going way off topic. Okay, let's reel it back. So, <laughs> you know, Def Jam with Def Jam coming out with that news. Um, the Xbox. Now we're gonna now we're gonna shift it to the Xbox because um, I did have two good points on it um, that I wanted to hit on. And uh, that's one. There's been some news. We don't have a confirmed date, but there's been many rumors and speculations. Um, it's kind of hard to pin a date, but there is one month that seems to be most popular with the Xbox Series X on its release date, and that is November. Now, November has popped up multiple times when I was searching um because recently they've been kind of just trying to confirm the day that the the Xbox is coming out. And so they're kind of really aiming in that November month. Now, in an article with Verge, um, the senior editor, Tom Warren, tweeted a pic where they talked about it, about the tweet that he showed. And it's basically showing us a package of, of uh, like a package of a white controller mm-hmm. um, that hasn't been opened. Now, by the way, the white controller for the Xbox Series X has already been leaked there. You can already go and search that up and you can see how the new con- how the new controller is going to look, all that um, with the packaging and all that. But the biggest thing is the fact that within there, it says do not sell, um, do not sell or display before November 6th. So it's interesting how they have a date, you know, already for the controller and not the console. So from there, Cap. no, from no, from there, I think that might mean that's a that's a really big reach. But I think they, if the controller sells that day, then that means the console would have to sell that day. So early November, that's a, I don't know, I don't, maybe, maybe. I had, 
but the console oh. for Xbox One did release around November, if I'm correct. So, I don't know. And also, Microsoft announced that it is, and officially, Microsoft has announced that the Xbox Series X is currently scheduled to release in November. So, even Microsoft backed that up. But what were you going to say? I was just going to say, um, releasing it November 6th is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Because maybe because of the circumstances, you know, how this year is different from past years. Mm-hmm. That's the first Friday. That's the first Friday of that month. That's kind of interesting. I think Sony would, I mean, if they release it in November, Sony would need to do something at that point. Yeah, because Black Friday would be coming up after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There and have then, been times, though, where games generally don't get priced down, even on Black Friday. I think what happens usually is you get a bundle, though. Um, meaning you get a game. They did that with the PS4, if I remember correctly, um, mm. where by the time Black Friday rolled around. That's what I was a little worried about because, like, you know, COVID-19 is still out here strong. So do you really want people – If you, it's a good thing you said they don't mark down the price for the game yeah. for Black Friday. I thought they did. No. Well, you know, they do mark down some – probably not the console for sure especially on the fact that it's just literally an infinite just i mean in, in, infinite just came out that month they're not going to market it mark it down um but i think with i think the important part is that with microsoft or just having that initial idea that okay guys the xbox series x is going to launch on you know around november microsoft confirming that november 2020 um that puts the edge back on to sony now because now that we kind of have that date we can start prepping for that people who are going to go out and buy the xbox series x regardless of your preference have now that that month ready so they're like okay we're going to prep our money and we're going to set up you know and i think it's also very interesting how like currently with the amount of uh you know with the funds funding that's been going out with you know the pandemic relief uh people have been uh you know they're income has increased a little bit so i wonder if that's going to also stimulate that market where it's like okay now that we know that november 6th is you know maybe we could just save up for that you know the people who were kind of waiting for sony whether or not you know on the on the if side whoever goes first now that we kind of know that xbox has it we're going to put our money there you know sony now needs to come back and they need to say hey we got a much you know you know we got a we got a date and we got a price which both of them haven't announced yet so I think a way to counteract this, the Xbox is right now currently a little bit in the front lines because now they have a month. Sony needs to say a price and a month to counteract that. And then after that, you know, not too not too many tit for tats because it's going to equal out. There's going to be an equilibrium hitting soon. But currently, you know, Xbox Series X is a little bit above right now, just at the moment as far as uh, hardware. Yeah, I think it, because uh, Sony's being a little too quiet. Exactly. Like you know, maybe it's like... What are y'all doing? You know, like, can you at least update us? Like, you know, we've got videos of, like, the guy you sh- you showed me the video of the guy who was, like, you know, experiencing the, the DualSense controller. Yeah. Like, we got stuff like that, but we don't, we have no clue when the game's coming out. We have no clue what the price is going to be. They haven't said anything, you know. Meanwhile, Microsoft is just like, yeah, you know, we got a, we got a rumored date at least or we know. got a confirmed month a confirmed month you confirmed know? month right yeah you know and, so, and that's uh, bold that's bold of a company to just be like especially in this in this situation that we're in this year that we're in and it and with the competitor like sony 
not you know being quiet xbox is taking charge you know yeah and i like that i i actually really do applaud that and i mean shoot because it's respectable yeah and i think do you think this is gonna um do you expect this to kind of have like an effect on you know having that large day one sale of the ps5 depending on whether or not sony uh, you know maintains their silence yes if Sony were to maintain, you know, let's say this passes all the way to September 20th. You know, we're in the 20, you know, you know, we're damn near to October. They haven't said anything. How are you feeling? I'm feeling like the people who want the PS5 are going to be a little bit upset, you know, because people don't want to be surprised with stuff like that. Because if you come out and say this console is like $700, people are going to be pissed. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I you know gotta have some build up, you know? You, something. Something it doesn't to have at least, to be a lot. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be a lot. Just something to kind of work with. And like I'm saying, Xbox is at a good spot right now. And I think having that month is gonna help them sales wise. I think that's gonna give them a good push because people are already anticipating it now. You know, people can start saving up whatever it is. They are at least giving them, you know general clues you know like it's not an exact date they don't have an exact date they don't have an exact price but they're giving them like okay it's gonna come out in november you know Mm -hmm. we you know they they don't tell you what day but they're like it's gonna come out in november you know we got them stashed away ready to be uh purchased at a later date yeah it's like there's there's information that you can read about with playstation it's just like yeah this is like the PS5 reveal. It's like, okay, we got another console. Okay, anything else? No? Well, damn. You know, like... Yeah. It's like... No, and, uh, <laughs> and I think um, currently with... Especially, like I said, with the increase in amount of income and with the fact that everything, you know... Actually, matter of fact, there was an increase, but now it's a decrease. Um with how many people are might not get the benefits or whatever and stuff like that. Um, going back to your normal job, all that stuff, or potentially going back to your not having a job, you know, if everything goes back to, you know, lockdown again, I think it's just going to be, I, I think people are still going to buy the consoles that they want. I think people who are saving up are saving up pretty good, but also who knows what's going to happen within the next couple of months, who knows what occurs, you know, to the person and you know to the individuals that are saving that money you know some some people might i would much rather have the number set so i can just put it in like a pre-order and i think sony has said before that you'll know when the pre-order comes it's not going to drop on you ever the ps5 is not going to be like here it is boom that's it that's the console no they are gonna give you a little leeway hey this is when you can pre-order it and you know all that so we'll just have to wait and see i think that's just a I, I still think I'll fall on that for sure, that Xbox has a good point. Um, and also, kind of to follow that up, the I think I told you sometime this week, but Halo Infinite got delayed. Uh, did you hear about that? Yeah, I read about that. Yeah. That so doesn't sound good at all. That does not sound good. So I'm like, I didn't mean to put these together because I just praised them. And now, but this is interesting, though, because... I mean, Halo Infinite is obviously their flagship title. Flagship title, you know, great. And I'm not, I'm not bashing right. on them because they, they did get a, 
good amount of stuff getting told. Uh, they did get a good amount of criticism when they sh- released uh, the Infinite gameplay and all that. You know, people were excited. Some people were very, you know, everyone made a meme about them and everything. But currently we know that H- Halo Infinite has been delayed and it's set to release sometime in 2021. This was given also. This was given to us by three four three Industries, which is the studio behind the actual game. And the update occurred around the eleventh of August this year. And uh, basically, what they said is, um, and this is a direct quote from the studio head Chris Lee: "The decision to shift our release is the result of multiple factors that have contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all this year." I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at 343 Industries who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to developmental challenge. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the overall success of the game to ship it this holiday. Good move. I will say good move. Now, I That's going to disappoint a lot of Xbox fans. Going to disappoint a lot of Xbox fans, but if you are going to sharpen that blade, you better make that blade real nice, you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, I think true. if they're gonna take their time with this, do it because you you would be walking into a fire uh, this the end of the year. You got Cyberpunk, you you know, um, coming out later on. So I would be fine with you guys pushing it just so you know you guys can have room to breathe. Another good decision by Xbox. I'm not gonna lie, um, pushing this, but also understanding that people were really not liking the fact that the game yeah. kind of looked bad. You know, um, uh, that's what I was gonna speak to. And and I think the fact that with this whole push of next year, hey, we'll we'll release the game sometime. That's fine. It, you know, take your time with it. Develop the game better. Uh, make make the actual you know obviously the big thing was the graphics, or um, just make it look a little bit better. Polish it. Um, who knows? I mean, I don't think at this point in the development stage they're gonna add anything new. I think they're basically done with the game. They're just tweaking it a little bit and more QA testing and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I think in the short term, people will look at this delay of this huge title as something to hurt Xbox. But I think in the long run, it's going to be low-key something pretty good because yeah. Sony is going to be releasing all these games that are going to be really huge, and it's just going to be like... It would be very tough to compete with Sony this year. I'm I'm just being honest, and I think if uh, Xbox can hold off like at least one of their really good games till maybe next year, it'll be fine. And I mean, they still got the medium. I they still got some games that look really interesting and promising. I'm not knocking them down for that, but that that's my thoughts, honestly. Because you um, know what I was thinking, um, what if they put this off, you know, get it together, you know, make it look good, mm-hmm. and then next year, you know, they release it and it like hits like God of War interesting yeah and you know, and like what if that happens well there's been good speculation i mean there's been good talks saying that the multiplayer is going to be free to play and it's going to be running at 120 frames per right. second so mm-hmm. and it's going to be in you know i mean you know my gripes but it's going to be an open world game where you're going to be able to go around so there's going to be more things to do so who knows i mean honestly i think these new these like a, a lot of the times media tries to hit companies and like weird angles to make you know try to get their clicks and all that but i think personally this isn't that bad i'm not too worried i think this could be good uh for the company itself i think this might actually help them in the long run but yeah that's uh that's all for microsoft or the xbox talk that i wanted to to go over today now let's see i wanted to ask this question i had talked about it earlier 
And uh, I said, you know, will owning physical video games ever truly run out? You know, keeping up, you know, keeping up with like physical editions while we're just living in a more like digital world, like digital age. You know what I'm saying? We're just, it's obviously through this whole pandemic, we've learned what we've kind of just gotten accustomed to buying these digital games. And I know throughout our entire life, I think, well, what was one of the main reasons you ever bought physical games, um, Dom? Because that was the only thing that was available. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the biggest reasons before things went digital. You mm-hmm. can only buy. I'm old enough to remember when you had to go buy the game. No matter. I mean, if you're over the age of. I guess if you were born. Anywhere between 2000 in 2005 you know what i'm talking about because like ps3 when did the ps3 come out that's uh, when 2007 could, okay so you could start buying games on the store when the ps3 came out right yeah so i don't think you could do that before um like the xbox 360 and the ps3 were the two main ones where you could like go to the store and buy the game digitally but before that you you actually had to get a physical copy of the game. Otherwise, you just weren't going to be gaming. Yeah. So um, I don't think that owning physical video games is going to you know, go out of style because people like to sometimes people like to go back to their old games and play them. But do you mean, I guess my question to the question is, do you mean as far as moving forward, are they going to continue to make games on CDs? Or are you talking about, you know, in general, overall. Yeah, I think because... moving forward. Um, but actually, as you said that, I kind of just thought about it. Look at CDs in general. Mm-hmm. CDs are still around. Right. They are not leaving. And I think I, oh my gosh, I never read the article, but I think they made a point. Um, I had read I, I had read some of the article. I didn't finish reading the article, but they made a point around how the CD market didn't... Um, it's something that is still around to this day. Obviously, CCDs, you can go buy the CD of whatever yeah. artist that you like. But exactly. they've gotten smarter on how they do it. Because obviously, the biggest thing that's giving these artists the most amount of money is the streams now, you know? People stream right. a song like a billion times, whatever, you know? They make more You know, they make more money off of that. M- matter of fact, I mean, if you really want to be for real, it's, it's the tours that the artists go on. And make the most yeah, money. Yeah, like 50000 a show. Yeah, but it's like compared to, you know, CDs and I think CDs and streams are now just like, we've we made it this to this point, you know, platinum, you know, status. But I think as far as video games go, there's a little bit different, uh, different to them because obviously sales numbers are easily trackable through digital. And then on top of that, like, Physical editions always have the big key, the the big key thing to them, and that's the fact that you can resell games, you know, and that's only offered at so many places. And I think GameStop is the only big place that, like, there's like mom and shops, like mom and dad shops, where you can go or you, you, know, you could sell your game. But the biggest Shout one is GameStop. Game and Goat. Yeah, Game and Goat, absolutely. But I feel like I don't know, like I'm I'm so divided whether or not. I feel that I, I mean I like physical copy games and all that. I, I like having them, you know, and then the ability to sell them. That's the great point. But 
you know, I have the uh, hard, the steelbook case covers, and those are good collectibles. And I feel like that kind of just goes back to our collectible idea where we were just talking about, like, you know, collecting things. But I don't know. I, I feel like if they were eradicated, I feel like obviously we'd be able to adjust, you know. But I'm just so much more swayed by price nowadays that I see a game on the, on the PSN store, and I'm like, oh, I don't have to leave my house. I could just buy it right here. Don't mind if I do. Three dollars. Convenient. Yeah, it's convenient, and I think that's what generally beats out, you know, buying physical copies anymore. It's yeah. just the convenience. Convenience. Mm. And I mean, you know, I I don't know if you've ever seen that one video or one uh, photo where it's like the PS one era or the PS two era is like a shit ton of games. PS three era is like a, a you know half that, and then PS four era is like even more than half of that. You know, of the collection of games you own. But that's true. Yeah. Honestly, I think as one, it's like as you get older, you know, you're probably not purchasing that many video games. But two, on the fact that like when you have a large collection, like, you know, it takes up a lot of space. And I don't know, you might want to, I don't know, make room for that in some other way, whether or not that's keeping a large section of video games. But I don't know. I think that's where like man caves come into place. But yeah, phys- as as far as like physical video games go, I I have to say they have a good lifespan. For now, I I'm kind of really reeling to that idea of that. I think the digital um, having digital copies is going to overtake at some point or another in the hmm, potentially in the near future too. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're kind of already there where it's like, damn, we can't, like you said, you can't go anywhere anyway. So it's like, I might as well just buy these games online. I don't want to have to, especially during COVID, bro. Like, I don't yeah. want to have to go through the hassle of getting in my car, making sure I have hand sanitizer in my glove box, making sure I have a mask. You well, know? your past couple of games, they were digital, weren't they? Yeah. And do you not like the fact that you don't have, it's a very minor thing that, you know, you can actually go in or you can swap to game to game without having to take off the disc and all that. It's a very minor thing, but I generally like it. I like having that ability. It's nice. It's smooth. And, you know, obviously I feel like much more in tune with the sense of like everything going digital, but that that's just how I feel like in the long run, I feel like digital digital games will, you know, obviously reign supreme. And I think the fact that you can market it down with all these deals, you know, that you can't really find anywhere else, you know, do you think that certain games that started out as like arcade style mm-hmm. will ever go completely digital? So, like for example, I like the fact that my girl put the thought into getting me a physical copy of Mortal Kombat mm. because that says, like, think about if you, you know, someone's birthday or a special occasion, you can buy them a game digitally, but Here's another reason why it may not go out of style. It's like when you buy somebody a video game, you know, it's kind of cool to receive an actual video game from someone. You know, like like when my girl bought me Mortal Kombat, she came in with the case and I'm like, oh, shit, you bought me Mortal Kombat. You know, sweet. Now I don't have to buy it. So as far as like gift giving, unless they come up with a way where you can like gift someone a game. Yeah. I think, you know, physical copies are going to still be pretty popular. Well, like on Steam accounts, you have, um, you can give someone, you can gift, uh, like I gifted one of my, uh, 
old professors, he he loves playing like uh, shooters or just in general, he likes gaming. And so I sent him a um, I sent him Dune, <clears throat> Doom 2016 uh, through Steam. I was like five bucks at the time. And I oh, just, okay. And I gifted it to him. You can do that. The thing I is, didn't know like, that. you need to. Well, that's only Steam, though. You, um, the marketplace, like the digital marketplace, like for PSN store and Xbox. Um, I can't remember their actual name. But if they implemented things like that, then yeah, I still think the PSN store, or just in general, like the, the digital marketplace, still needs to work out a couple of their quirks that they have that are kind yeah. of prehistoric, like. The fact that we just don't have, like, of course, we're not going to have a demo for everything, but can we at least try the game before we buy it? Because, and also, um, can we send it to other people if we don't want it? Or, you know, that'd be really cool if they like gave give us it away. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Like, yeah. oh, dude, I just finished this digital game. Here, let me send it to you. No, it's like, right. no, we can't have that because we want you to buy it. You know, uh, yeah. I would love for them to do that. Capitalism. But, <laughs> but i would but i would more be i would really be appreciative obviously we could do gifts because i man i would love that instead of me having to just send you money it feels cooler you waking up and then just checking your psn store and it's like nick gifted you this and it's like i don't know fucking super hot or something like that you know yeah no i get you bro so yeah it definitely i think as far as you know buying games online there's still some advancements that we need to see before we truly can be like yeah we're done with physical video games but I will say in the long run, it will work out and, you know, we'll probably just all be buying digital games and, you know, who knows after that. But I think the PS5, the Xbox Series X will all kind of just give us a little bit of leeway of understanding that, you know. And then, I mean, kind of to flow on to our last topic, um, just kind of moving in. I kind of wanted to talk about the fact that well, I mean, I've told you this the other week, but do you think there's too many open world games? No. No? Give me a reason why. Open world games are fun. Now, they can be a little bit too open. So maybe an open world game where it's... I think open world games could be a little more linear. It wouldn't kill you to make a slightly more linear game because sometimes open world games can get too expansive. And it causes fatigue. Yeah, and that's the thing I was going to kind of talk about. Like, I don't think there are too many open world games. I think there's too much stuff to do in the open world games that are out, you know? So, because I enjoy, you know, there's bias because I enjoy open world games, but it's like there's too much stuff to do. Maybe if they were more linear, people wouldn't get game fatigued so so quickly. You know, and I think with the amount of games that are out there, um, obviously, uh, Days Gone, Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding, Red Dead, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man, you know, technically God of War, um, not yeah. so much kind yeah, it's of... more linear. Yeah, it's a linear, but, you know, you can still backtrack to places mm-hmm. that you've been to and yeah. all that, but... And then you still have to fight at the very end of the game. What are they called? The the, oh my gosh, I can't remember. But there are these really tough bosses. But yeah, so you have oh a, the uh, oh. I can't talking remember about the yeah. you have these really tough bosses, or you have these um a plethora amount of like choices to go to, and 
games like those, because you can have, they don't have to be open world for you to catch gamers fatigue. You can get gamers fatigue on, or just gaming fatigue in just any type of category. Valkyries. Valkyries, there you go. Perfect. Thank you. Um, but you can get gaming gaming fatigue within any category of games that you ch- decide to go on. But I think, you know, I'm saying this from the bit from the basis of a majority of the PS4 exclusives have been open world games. Just uh, you know, it's just kind of getting a little boring for me because you know, you like um open world games. I like open world games too. They're not I'm not you know bashing on my obviously love death stranding um had a great time with spider-man and i'm really enjoying uh currently uh well at the times when i play it uh ghost of tsushima we had but we've all we've all we've ah what the fuck (laughs) sorry i was like fucking up i was like fucking up right there um we've also in we've also had our moments where we've played games like days gone we do not like that game you know Uh where it's kind of just annoying almost to play because you're just tired of seeing this. And it's like, uh, but then there are moments where like Red Dead, where it's a really great game and you don't want to play it because it's too much to worry about. You have too many things. And I think the one thing that I could definitely say is like a sign that you are kind of tired of the game is when you start fast traveling. Do you ever use fast travel? In these- oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when you're just when you're like, oh, I gotta go all the way over here. Hell no. Nope. Fast travel. Yeah, I think those are kind of the the. I think though that's when a, a game design choice is, isn't. Um. I think that's when the world's been built, in it's built so heavily. Like there's so much stuff to do that it overwhelms the person. It's like. I don't want to do all this. I don't want to ride my horse for 30 for 15 actual minutes. You know cuz maps are getting huge. <laughs> I don't want to ride my horse for 15 minutes and encounter, you know, five people that I got to fight just to get to this mission. Like, yeah, it yeah, expands the experience, but it's that, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's Ghost of Tsushima if I've ever heard it. No, and that's literally um Red Dead as well. Man. Like it's it's annoying. And I mean Death Stranding too. What the, I mean, well, Death Stranding's literally the main basis of that game is just to walk from point a to point b and gosh i love that game but there were moments where i was like oh man i don't want to do this but i I like it and you know i me saying that there's too many open world games maybe you have made me realize you're like yeah they're like they are enjoyable it's just maybe there's just an overabundance of them and i kind of want something else maybe like a really fun shooter or something else Okay. That has, yeah, maybe like a platformer, like a new, a whole new type of fighting game that we haven't seen before. Maybe not a fighting game. I think fighting games currently are getting um, trounced with so many games and all that. But a platformer, a fun shooter, things like that, I think would be really cool to get from a PlayStation exclusive or something like that. But um, as far as open world games, I'm just kind of getting tired of seeing the same, you know, formula go. And I mean, stories are great. The, not going to bash on the stories. I think they're awesome. But yeah, um, that's kind of my take on it. Um, do you have anything else? Nah, my thing was just maybe I don't. I don't say take them away because I like them so much. Um, I say just make them a little more linear. Like, like you yeah. said, there's just like you said, an overabundance of things to do, and it's like that can get extremely overwhelming for a person who just wants to play the game for the story. Absolutely. 
it's like if you're just trying to get the game for the story and it's like you have like 15 side missions that you can do it's kind of like bro yeah. do i need to do all this stuff and that's yeah. that's where that's one of my gripes with ghost of tsushima like some of those uh missions are fun and then the other ones are just kind of repetitive mm-hmm. and but you need to do them well you don't need to do them but it would be it would make your experience better if you did them but it's like oh, i have to do it you know yeah. it's kind of like that you kind of wish you had an option. It's like, okay, if I don't do this, it doesn't really matter. But for Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other action and adventure open world games, you mm-hmm. know, you don't have that option. It's kind of like you have to do it because if you don't build up your skill tree, you won't be able to fight harder, you know, enemies. So just make it a little more linear. Like, yeah. let's stop adding so much shit in the game, you know, like, it's a game, you know. If you if you want people to focus on the story, like you have writers who spend a lot of time trying to give you a captivating story, and it's like you don't want to take away from that because there's too much content, you know. Yeah. So that's pretty much my take. No, and I mean I totally agree. I think uh, going that route would be very. Um, it's good to sh- be concise with your game that you're going to make. Just be, yeah. you know, and also don't make it too. I think when you see something that says it's going to take 50 to 60 hours to beat, I just like, that's fine. Like 30 hours for an uh, open world action game. Like uh, I kind of start losing. I'm just like, uh, that's why I haven't started Witcher. Oh gosh. Yeah. That is tough. But I mean, for me, like I haven't even, uh, beat ghost of Tsushima, but, it's not even a long game, actually. It's just the fact that I, it's just so much to do, and I just get lost in there. But, <clears throat> but yeah. So that's kind of like that. That's basically all I got for that. And um, yeah, that's uh, that was pretty interesting. We did talk a decent amount today about everything uh, from the topics that you know I had in store. Um, that kind of sets us up to wrap this episode up. You know, I think uh, this week has been solid. I hope, you know, everyone else's week has been great as well. I don't think I said that earlier. Thank you again for stopping by and listening to us for another week as we just, you know, love rambling or uh, getting into some topics that we were thinking about. Obviously, when you guys listen to the show, it supports us a lot. Um, It shows that you guys actually care and just, you know, please don't be afraid to give us a comment. Send us an email at autohitconfirm at yeah, gmail.com. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry, I'm like talking while you're giving the fucking no, email. Be constructive. At, uh, sorry, let me repeat that. At autohitconfirm at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Be, you know, come tell us anything. Whether whether it's not, whether it's like, hey, you know, Nick, uh, your breath stank or something like that. Go in. Go hard. I mean, I just want to hear you guys say something uh, you know if you guys think that we should improve on on some things but if not i mean i think we're doing pretty good obviously we're on our 10th episode i'm you know really happy with all this again i give thanks to everyone who just comes out every week and just checks us out um if you guys i don't know i'm trying to think i said that i was gonna do something but now i don't know because now i feel like i need to hit a hundred but I don't know. Um, we have some so many things like planned out for the next couple of months. So 
Um, we're just going to see how that goes. And Dom's Retro Review should be back. Uh, we just kind of didn't do it on this episode. We wanted to uh, give it a break for a little bit, but we'll be back on it. Um, other than that, yeah, uh, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Peace.